Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched the F-Word United States version, Season 1, Episode 8, which aired on July 25th, 2017, and we saw Licensed to Grill, a family team, Licensed to Grill, I missed the D on there, and they went up against Chop It Like It's Hot, a family of cousins, uh, the, the license to grill was mother, mother, father, daughter, son, I think. And uh, Chopper likes like it's hot. Were cousins who have mothers who are very old. Apparently, they've been cooking for a long time. One of the one of the uh, cousins says, in other words, they're really old, and they uh, they tribute their grandmother, who presumably taught all of their parents, how to cook, um, with their addition, okay, so each, they're, they're cooking skirt steaks, and <laughs> Gordon comes in with these, <laughs> these two swords, uh, with, skewered, like, uh, shish kebabs, with steaks, and just plops them right on the table, as if to say, check these out, <laughs> um, he, uh, He's allowing each team to add their own element to the dish to make it their own. Uh, licensed to grill adds a grilled avocado something or other. Uh, grilled avocado is part of it. It's not just avocado. There's other stuff in it. And then uh, chop it like it's hot. Add quesadillas to the dish. Interesting. Interesting choice. They both look pretty tasty. So, they both get off to an excellent start. Let's just talk about the competition first as I drive through. Not drive, I'm not driving. As I walk between a thousand generators that burn with with the sound of a thousand suns. None of these words are making sense. Um, First check-in... Each, both teams, both teams, 10 out of 10 diners said that they would happily pay for the meal. Now to review, each team is serving 50 diners, 50 plates, and they're asked one simple question, would you be willing to pay for your dish? And uh, these, these numbers have been getting better and better each week. As they tweak the competition, make it a little bit more about the individual team's styles, their own strengths, as opposed to having to execute the exact same dish as each other. And uh, I think it's it's better for the teams, it's better for the diners. Uh, their higher satisfaction rate, it seems. Uh, well, if it's going strictly by numbers, yes, absolutely, better satisfaction rate. So, 10 out of 10 from both teams right off the bat. Excellent, excellent start. Uh, halfway through the show, 28 out of 34 for licensed to grill, and uh, 24 out of 32 for chop it like it's hot. So they start to dr- dip behind, and they don't recover as licensed to grill wins the night. With 40 out of 50, which 
is almost the best scorer. Maybe it is the best scorer. And that's a solid B minus. That's just barely a B. But well well done nonetheless. Well done. Uh, so they'll move on. Well, I don't know if they'll move on to something else. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure how it operates. Is it tournament style? It has not been explained. But they will go up on the wall. So what else happened in this, this episode? We had Leah Michelle, who is starring on the upcoming show, The Mayor. Uh, and she did a flavor profile challenge where five dishes five secret flavor profiles uh, featured in each dish had 60 seconds to try all of them and identify them and she nailed it five out of five there's pine nuts there's basil I think there was something with a Z that I don't think I've ever heard of before she got all of them well, well done. Especially the one in the cookies. Although, maybe the cookies would probably be the easiest of the five. The other things were like, uh, like a vegetable dip and things like that where there's a bunch of stuff in that. Whereas cookies, you know what cookies taste like. Everybody knows what cookies taste like. It's, it should be pretty easy to pick out a uh, specific thing in, a, in an otherwise normal cookie. Uh, so that, that segment was pretty fun. Uh, we also had a world record attempt by a German woman named Martina Servati, who is the, the, already a world record holder for the most amount of grape juice s- smashed by feet in 60 seconds. There's, a, I think it's 50 kilograms of grapes is the, the standard. That's the set starting amount. She has 60 seconds. Only when the timer starts can she step inside. And once the timer ends, she has to step out immediately. I think... I feel like I wrote this down wrong. I thought they said that the record to beat was 8.7 liters. She's been retired from the, the, the grape-stomping game for a while. She came out of retirement to make this attempt. And got... 12.76 liters. So I, I I think I got that first number wrong. I Maybe it was 10.7. That seems like a huge, huge jump. But, uh, well, either way, new world record, that is awesome for Martina Cervati. Well, well done. And she's pretty fun. Uh, 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 she's a pretty fun interview and stuff as well. Uh, meanwhile, or rather in a pre-taped segment, series of segments, Gordon Ramsay and his son Jack go hunting for snakes with professional snake hunters. The one snake hunter has been bit all kinds of times. (laughs) He's been bit all kinds of times. That is, um, that is not a, that's not a correct phrase to use. He's been bit, bitten many times by these snakes. And he gets bitten on this trip. Uh, Jack looks so much like Gordon. Uh, it, uh, I mean, it's purposeful at this point. He's, uh, I don't know how old he is. He's a teenager at least. And uh, he chooses to have the exact same hair as his father. 
That's kind of, it's kind of funny. Kind of funny. But, I mean, if you have that hair, that's, like, the best style to have it, I suppose. What other style would you have with, uh, <laughs> with Gordon Ramsay's hair? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, uh, he... He uh, gets some experience, some practice catching some snakes, grabbing by the tail, then by the neck. They're, they're, they're all neck, honestly. Tail and neck, same thing. But if you're if you're if you're grabbing them close enough to the head that they can't bite the hand that's grabbing them, then you've got them by the neck. I think that's the classification for it. That, I'm sure there's a more specific classification for snakes. There's a certain number of vertebrae are technically the neck. Uh, maybe all the ones leading, once you get to the stomach, then it stops being the neck or something like that. Or do they have a tiny little set of shoulders, a little shoulder ringlet? Um, how, do they have ribs all the way down? Maybe they aren't neck at all and they're entirely torso. I'm going to have to look into some, some, I almost said spider anatomy. Uh, no spider anatomy. No, thank you. Uh, look into some snake anatomy. They they finally catch a snake, a nine foot Burmese python. They they're hunting these things because they are just killing off all the small mammals in this uh, in the Everglades. I think it's the Everglades that they're they're hunting in. Oh, by the way, they, they asks, should we be looking out for alligators? It's like yeah 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 you should, yeah look out for those. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're, they're just decimating the small mammal populations, so they're hunting them. Uh, there uh, apparently are no natural predators for these Burmese pythons. I don't think alligators are very interested in eating, <laughs> eating pythons. That's like, oh, what is that even like? What animals would eat a python? Like a tiger or something would. Because I'm imagining an alligator, like, trying to eat it all at once. But if you had a, a tiger family, or a lion family, I guess. Well, no, tigers would be more likely to be around these giant snakes. Um, they just hop onto it like a, like a feeding trough. Each, each cub gets a... You get from the uh, V1 through V7 joints. Vertebra- <laughs> I have those wrong. I, I don't know the names of the vertebrae. But, uh, you know, they, they, they designate which share of the snake each, each tiger cub gets. Of course, mama tiger gets the head. Always. Always. Or whoever killed the snake, I guess, would get the head. Most likely, mama tiger. Uh, but if she's training the, the, the pups, they're not pups, the cubs, then, uh, the, the, the cub that, that did the deed would get rewarded with the, the, the snake head. Perhaps. Or maybe the snake head is the, the worst part. I would think it's the worst part. I would not enjoy eating the snake's head, especially raw. Uh, it's pro- or maybe it's delicious. I don't know. It's like dessert, kind of. It's like squishy. You know, all the brains and, and the eyeball goop. It's like uh, cream filling, sort of. Jelly filling. Okay, back to regular food. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, uh, yeah. He uh, prepares it. I guess snakes have a high level of mercury, so it's not it's not great to eat them very much. But the occasional snake treat, it's 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 good. It's uh, it's okay to sneak the <laughs> it's okay to sneak the occasional snake treat. 
It's okay to sneak the occasional snake treat. There we go. That's uh, the tongue twister of the day. Um, he fillets the, the snake. They pu- pull the skin off all in one go. Pretty impressive to do that. I, I'm pretty proud when I'm able to do that with an orange that's like three inches in diameter. To do it with an entire nine-foot snake, that's impressive. Although, I guess a snake skin is uh, more... What's the word? Uh, less likely to, to flake apart, especially a freshly killed snake. Less, less likely to break apart than an orange peel. Um, but anyhow, they fillet it, ground it, makes a, makes a nice uh, snake treat. And uh, in the studio, they have a, a big old snake to show everybody. And they joke, or are they joking, that they had two, but they, they lost the other one. This one's their, their pet, but they brought a wild one and it got away. Gordon goes, oh, I think I see it. <laughs> it was under a couch where everybody's sitting. And pulls out a fake snake and throws it at everybody. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. I like that kind of prank. Not these dress-up, undercover boss. It's actually the same character every time. I don't care if you call him by a different name. You're playing the same character. A schlubby, unkept guy. Uh, it's just a, a different accent sometimes. Um, so yeah, I liked, I enjoyed that prank. And then we uh, have the reveal of who, who won. Oh, Adam Scott was on the show. Adam Scott was on the show with his wife and one of his children. Um, they're talking about all kinds of stuff. I guess he's on a sh- new upcoming show. Maybe it already started called Ghosted? I'm going to have to check this out. I have to check this out. I know nothing about it, really, except that it's supposed to be scary or funny or it's a drama or maybe it's not a drama. It's a show. And it ha- it's horror of some kind. Uh, go check out uh, what is it? Krampus. Adam Scott is in that. It is hilarious and scary and fun. So much fun. Uh, so I, if the show is anywhere, anything like that, as far as quality goes, not even like story elements or whatever, if it's as good as that, it's going to be great. If it's anywhere near as good as that, it's going to be great or approaching great. Uh, anyhow, uh, he goes head to head with the help of his son, uh, with Gordon Ramsay to create out of just this this extensive layout of dessert ingredients of 60 seconds to create a dinner uh, a dessert display and uh, Gordon Ramsay creates a sort of strawberry shortcake thing that looks pre- it looks gr- really good I don't know how it tasted probably tasted really good too um, and uh, that, that went up against <laughs> Adam Scott and Sons Adam Scott and Sons dessert bucket. <laughs> that would sell. I would buy that at the grocery store. Adam Scott and Sons dessert bucket. Just a, a bucket of random dessert pieces. Uh, Leah was the judge for this competition. After tasting Gordon Ramsay's strawberry shortcake type thing, she's like, eh, it's all right. Her mind was made up before she tasted anything. I'm sure she was... No, why would she be mad? She got she got five out of five uh, in, the, in that taste identification thing. But uh, she, she gives the win to Adam Scott & Sons Dessert Buckets. 
And uh, it was another really fun segment. You know, overall, this episode was high, high, high quality. High quality. From the entrance with the swords to 40 out of 50 win to 30 out of 50 uh, and everything in between with stomping grapes, uh, snaking hunts, hunting snakes, (laughs) stompy grapes and hunting snakes. That should be the name of this episode. Absolutely. Um, what was the, what was the thing I say? It's okay. It's okay to sneak the occasional snake treat. It's okay to sneak the occasional snake treat. It's okay to sneak the occasional snake treat. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's it for this episode. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think it's my favorite so far. I'm uh, looking forward to see what happens next week. Uh, there's no... Or maybe there was a preview. I just wasn't paying attention. But there wasn't the same kind of hype that there was for this snake hunt. Um, oh, that's... Uh, it, it, uh, the hunt for snakes. We'll say it like that. Uh, putting those two words together in that order... Uh, doesn't sound the best, but, uh, that's it. That's it. Let me know what you thought about the F word season one, episode eight by tweeting me at TIW podcast. Go to today. I for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, write a review at iTunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today. I watched that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back. Next time with the F Word, Season 1, Episode 9. Closing out the summer strong. What do the next teams have up their sleeves? Arms. Probably. At the very least. But perhaps not. Perhaps not. (laughs) Okay, bye.